the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast with me, Troy, joined as always by Jay. How you doing, man? Hello, mate. I'm alright. Good man. I'm, uh, recovering from that main event of NXT UK that we're going to be talking about shortly. Ooh, it, was, uh, Ooh. it was a, it was a slap fest. It was My brutal. chest fucking stinging from. Oh, mate, my, my neck hurts after that. <laughs> so yeah, without further ado, uh, Let's get on. Let's talk some NXT UK. So we open up this week's episode with a quick recap uh, of the Walter and A-Kid uh, rivalry in the lead up to that of a little video package. And then our opening match, uh, we see a debuting Ed Harvey versus Joe Coffey. Um, this was uh, a decent match. I know you were just saying before we started recording, like Joe Coffey matches are kind of a bit like, meh, take them or leave and sort of thing. doesn't do much for you. Yeah. That, that's not an, that's not against Joe Coffey. It's just the very formulaic. They, yeah, they seem yeah. to have the exact same thing where he gets beaten up and then he decides, all right, well, I'm just going to start punching them. Yeah, like doing the boxing pose and then he does like his finishing. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad wrestler. I, I quite like Joe Coffey. It's just it's just looking at the match. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty pretty much copy and paste for most of his yeah. matches. Well, this to me felt a bit different actually, and I I, I quite enjoyed mm. this. Um, I had no idea who this Ed Harvey guy was. Uh, and, and as we get into the match, we'll kind of soon realise that that's no longer his name uh, and goes under the name of something else. But uh, yeah, from the off, both men try and show off kind of how powerful they are, hitting each other with shoulder charges, neither one managing to knock each other over. Uh, Harvey catches Joe um, and, and hits a nice looking power slam. Coffee hits him onto the outside and won't let him back in. Like Every time he tries to get back in, Coffee's knocking him back out. Harvey then grabs the microphone and just says, I'm not Ed Harvey, I'm Shah Samuels. And I was like, who? I hadn't heard of him before. And again, just before we the, start recording, you'll be The East End Butcher. The East End Butcher. Yeah, Saying that, I should have wrestler. noticed, it's written on the back of his pants in the match. I was going to say, his gear, he still had like the Shah Samuels logo on yeah. his gear. Because like, <laughs> what the fuck are they doing that? It's weird. <laughs> So um, I thought yeah. it was one of those things where they just kind of put them in their old gear, even though they're not like they're not that name. Like they had a, they had them on an episode of SmackDown like a year or two ago. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, who are now obviously in AEW, yeah, and they they weren't under the actual names; they were called <laughs> something else. But they still had Silver and Reynolds on the gear. It was like, <laughs> well, it was like one of them. I thought, okay, maybe they're doing use them as an enhancement talent, yeah, which is yeah. just ridiculous because. He's so good. Um, and we know exactly who they are. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we now get Shah Samuels against Joe Coffey. Um, <laughs> so he gets back into the ring, hits Coffey with a really good-looking spine buster. He's he's a massive guy, man. He's yeah, he's, he's a fucking unit. Built. I think NXT UK is kind of missing like some really big, big like the, there's a few in there. But for the most part, they're a bit more kind of slight build, like a bit more athletic sort of thing, like that kind of <coughs> light heavyweight cruiserweight kind of size. Whereas this guy's massive. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, it was it was good to see Coppy against someone of similar size and stature and power that can really take it to him. This is awesome. Yeah, I liked as well the fact that like obviously when he was at Harvey, um, he was sort of like struggling to get a foot in the match. Yeah, and he looked he looked uncomfortable. Like, yeah. for lack of a better term, he looked uncomfortable. Yeah. And then as soon as he said, no, I'm Shah Samuels, and got back in the ring, he was like... That was it. it was absolutely a, more aggressive. Yeah. Like, at times, dominating the match as well. And I, I think... He, yeah, yeah. He, he, he come out looking good from it. this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. He's, got, he's done a lot of work in uh, Progress, Rev Pro, and um, what's the other one? ICW. Oh, so okay. I imagine we're probably going to... He's probably going to get not not similar treatment to Rampage, but sort of like sort of like the same thing where they keep going. Oh yeah, he's had these matches and like all these companies. Yeah, let's yeah. see it in NXT UK. I I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of like do that. Probably probably end up doing Shaw Sandals versus Rampage at some point. Yeah, that'd be nice. Those big bastards, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Samuel's boots him in the back of the head uh, and then starts to just wail on him with a load of fists and continues to keep the upper hand. Locks in a chin lock. Um, Coffee then manages to hoist him up for a back body drop, follows up with that big diving shoulder, um, belly to belly, and then gets a two count off that. Uh, Coffee gets caught uh, off the top rope, attempting to cross body. Samuels catches him, hits him with a power slam, gets a two count off that. Coffee finally hits uh, a top rope cross body on, I think, maybe his third, fourth attempt, uh, and gets a two count off that. Um, and then Coffee kind of continues to just take things back and, and capture control in the match by hitting Shah in the back with a headbutt, hits the Glasgow send-off into the corner, which I always think looks really cool for a guy of his size and like the kind of the, the impact and how quick he kind of like launches himself across into the corner to hit. That looks really cool. Um, so yeah, he hits that and then connects with uh, Best for the Bells to pick up the win. Uh, I thought it was a really, really good match. I've enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I had no idea who, who Shah Samuels was prior to this match. Um, but he looked impressive. Yeah. Like you said, he came out of this looking really, really good. He's, he's one that I was really surprised wasn't picked up in like one of the earlier kind of like, because obviously they had like stages of acqu- acquisitions, didn't they? Yeah, where yeah. They had like the initial tournaments and I think he was on their world of sport, which was why he didn't oh, get okay. that. And then the second one where like a lot of like the guys like Zach Gibson who were tied to world of sport. Right. Um, and Dave Mastiff was another as well. Um, oh, okay. They... Like they they signed all those guys who come out of contract, but he was one that was I was like, well, why haven't they signed him? Mm. And I think I think it's it's one of those things, and it's similar to Rampage, where it's a guy who's like kind of a stalwart of the British wrestling scene. Um, But obviously, with what's going on, it's kind of like a a safety net for them. Yeah. So they they that's why they're probably signing up like a lot of these guys. But they they did a big deal like of. He did put him in like kind of that that category, didn't he? Where uh, on at the start when they introduced him, they were saying like, "Oh, like a kind of a long way to debut," and they spoke about kind of, "Oh, he's been here and there before," sort of thing. So they, it wasn't just like, a, "Oh, here's just some random guy." They they spoke a little bit about the fact that he had it, a history. Yeah, it was. But when on commentary, when once he said he was Shah Samuels, they were like, "It was weird because it was kind of like almost a dig at the whole." The way the like we were talking about the rascals uh, getting yeah. rebranded, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a dig at that. The fact that they give them like a generic name and mm. they try and make them their own version of that like wrestler they've signed, yeah. So, um, no, fuck I, that. I, I, like I know it, who I am. <laughs> yeah, I liked it though. Um, 
he's obviously got like a really unique look with the braces as well on his gear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he's he's as I say, I've, I've seen him a few times. He's, he's awesome. I like I really like Charles Samuels. Yeah. Um, can he be an absolute. Wouldn't be out of place in like a lock stock movie or a snatch movie. Like he just does all the heavies out of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that he's the East End butcher. That's a, that's kind of his gimmick, like sort Super. of that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, the the on commentary they put him in the same category as like the, of stealing new signings, like Rampage and Ben Carter. So yeah. obviously they seem to have like some something big for him because stocking him, that's for sure. That to compare him to those two, they've yeah. absolutely presented as like like two like monumental signings. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I think. Yeah, I, I get a, get the impression we're probably going to be seeing Mako Satomura show up sooner or later as well. I'd imagine so, yeah. They signed it ages ago, didn't they? I was going to say, yeah, like a good few months ago. Yeah. So after this, um, we get uh, one of those sort of earlier today um, little video packages where Sid Scarlett's still being filmed some, for some sort of documentary that we're yet to see. <laughs> um, he's in That'll his- be like the shittest documentary ever. <laughs> It'll, it'll be like a proper shit version, like the UK office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a he, paper merchant in Slough. It's just some... <laughs> yeah. And he's like the version of Gareth. <laughs> so just the shit character that's Sid, like, why Sid you Scala here? investigates. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, man. So, yeah, he's in his office. Um, addresses the camera, says that he has some exciting news about the NXT tag division. His phone then rings, and at the same time, there's a knock on the door. Um, pretty deadly enter, basically say that they want a shot at the tag team titles. Um, Scarlett then announces that they will be involved in a, a four-way elimination tag match, also featuring Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith, The Hunt, and Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, my, heart, I- my heart wants uh, Smith and Carter to win that, but... My head saying it's probably going to be pretty deadly. It's going to be pretty deadly, isn't it? No doubt it's going to be pretty deadly. Yeah. I think like the Hunt and Flashmore Webster and Mark Andrews are in there, I think, just because of their ongoing thing. And they'll have their fallout yeah. from that. But I think pretty deadly are going to win that. But uh, Carter and Smith are going to come out looking really, really good. And I think yeah. pretty deadly eventually do take the belts, which it feels like it's going that way. Carter and Smith will probably be their first challengers. Yeah, get Carter and Smith in like a faction with Rampage, I reckon. Oh, Rampage, yes. Rampage trained Smith, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. And he, he is you, literally you can't tell. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just diet Rampage. Um, Rampage light. <laughs> Rampage zero. Um, <laughs> so they might as well like put them together because I think that that would create some cool stuff. But then Rampage's yeah. like whole thing is that he's like a one-man army, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, speaking of Rampage Brown, after this, we get him and Dave Massive in the performance center. Um, Rampage is just finishing lifting up weights. Dave comes over, starts lifting the weights and talking to him, just basically says, it's nice to see you here. I think you deserve a real challenge. Should we have a fight? And he's like, probably do that, yeah. So we're going to get those two bashing shit out. I can't wait. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure they've put one of their matches up from Progress on the network. So I'm going to... Oh, okay. I'm going to revisit that before we get it, oh. just to uh, remind myself oh. of how, how like good it is. Kong against Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> I I uh, wrote I wrote down for this they were, the way they were talking with like two dads waiting to pick the kids up from school. <laughs> it had that kind of awkward like yeah. awkwardness, but like oh, yeah, we're familiar with each other, but we don't know each other that well. 
<laughs> I loved it when Dave lifted up the weight and he was like, this rep's for you, Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm Big looking yeah, Big Tasty summed up Dave Mastiff the best where he said he was like um, that dad on holiday around the pool that you absolutely wouldn't fuck with. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> he is, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, after this, we get our second match of the evening, uh, which is Tyler Bate against Sam Gradwell. Uh, Gradwell uh, shows off some early technical skills, um, kind of getting in various holds and whatnot. Um, but Bate seems to have an answer for everything, which kind of frustrates Gradwell. Um, Bate hits a really nice crossbody at one point, follows up with an arm drag. Gradwell continues to keep the pressure on, though, hits him with various slaps and chops and kicking Bate while he's down um, and just basically really kind of domineering him for, for most of the match. Um, hits a really great double underhook suplex, um, which I enjoyed a lot. Um, and Grabo just continues, as I say, to keep grounding bait, doesn't let up on him, uh, goes to chop bait again. Um, as he's kind of, I think he's, I can't remember what he had him in, he had him in some sort of hold on the floor, and yeah, um, like a nerf hold on him. That's it. And he managed to kind of power up out of it, like through his legs and lifted him up. And he, he went to chop him, and then bait hits him with bop and bang, which from that kind of angle where he was led, oh, back, was that, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he grabbed him by his ear, didn't he? And he was pulling That's him up it. to his feet. Yeah, yeah. And the, the way like Bate did it, where his body was like kind of twisting in that awkward yeah. position. It was great. Yeah, really, really good. Um, so, yeah, he punches Bate. Um, the, the punches, rather, that Bate is throwing like like a proper kind of boxer and he's like dodging in and out and, and weaving and stuff. Look really, really good and like swinging and ducking around. Um, so, yeah, he catches Gradweb a few of those. Um, then here's an awesome-looking suplex. Um Bate manages to kick out of uh, an STO, which Gradwell hits, and then responds with that like wheelbarrow kick that he does. The Liger uh, kick, yeah. That's it, Liger kick, yeah. And then um, follows up with the Tyler Driver 97 and picks up the win. Uh, it's a decent match, actually. I yeah, think this was Gradwell to win this, actually, at one this point. This was the best I've seen Sam Gradwell looking like. Yeah. His match with Joe Coffey was all right. Um, I mean, well, he's not a bad wrestler. I, I no, don't not like. at all. I hate his gimmick. His gimmick annoys the hell the out of me. He's trash. It's awful. Yeah. Um, but he's really good in the ring. Really, really well, good. He's a very, very good wrestler, yes. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think Tyler, Tyler Bates like obscenely good, isn't he, as well? Like, yeah. Yeah. Not not to overshadow uh, Sam Gradwell's performance, but Tyler Bates just ridiculous. Like, he's, <laughs> he's 23, isn't he, or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It was. And, Four years ago to the day that he won the United Kingdom Championship uh, tournament, and he was 19 when he won that CAB 23. Fuck, it's crazy, isn't it? Like, he's not even <laughs> his prime yet. <laughs> we, we, were t- we were talking about it on the uh, AW podcast last night. Um, like we were saying, like, in 10 years' time, Tyler Bate and Jungle Boy are going to be, like, the top of the industry, probably MJF as well. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, insane yeah. to think about right now yeah. because, like, they're already amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. all, like, in the early 20s. And Ricky Starks. Don't forget about absolute Ricky Starks. Oh, yeah. Ricky Starks is a bit older, though. He'll probably he'll probably be there, yeah. like, in five years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, next up, we get uh, Carter and Smith in the Performance Centre. Um, he's speaking about his trousers, which I thought looked fucking awesome. Um, but he's just like, what are you playing out wearing those? I, I was pissing myself when he went, turn the volume down on your pants, mate. <laughs> <That was it. laughs> uh. 
I, I love their I love their chemistry where they're like yeah, so they're just two mates dicking around. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly it. Um, Sid Scarlett comes along and informs that they'll be in the four way next week, the four way tag team match. Um, Carter then I can't remember what he says to Smith, but he says something, and Carter's like, "You always sound so cheesy when you say that." Like, Smith, Smith said said, "Oh yeah, let's um, let's make history or something like that." Yeah. And then he just like went, what? "Why are you saying that? That sounds that cheesy." Sounds cheesy. And, and he's he, just like, come on, just say the line. <laughs> he says it. And then he walks off and he's like, can't we walk my way? And as he's off camera, he's like, nope. <laughs> Did you notice as well? Uh, oh. A little bit of um, yep. a little bit of world building. Yep. Um, in the background, they had Kenny, uh, Kenny yeah. Williams and Amir Jordan, like, just working out. And Sid Scarlett said something to them as well. I think, it, well, I imagine it might be something to do with them not being in the tag team four-way thing. Because mm, possibly. Because it was literally, he was walking there and then he stopped and spoke to them and then he went to Smith and Carter. And ah. like, Amir Jordan looked dead confused when he said what he said and then him and Kenny switched places so Kenny was working out and not Amir. Ah, so okay. I don't know if he was like saying like help Kenny, like it was literally just help Kenny rehab and then obviously Kenny looked annoyed because he couldn't do it. Ah. Um. Yeah, he's definitely turning on Amir Jordan, isn't he? It's happening, isn't it? Of course it is. Still don't know <laughs> what he is, but... It's definitely happened. <laughs> I don't know what he is, but we know what's going to happen. Think, don't think he does at this point either. <laughs> Just like Kashida off Wish at this point. <laughs> Sticking with things that happened in the performance center, we then see Dragonoff and Jack Stars. Um, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Uh, says that he wants to start. Dragonoff says that he wants to start from the beginning. And being that he considers Jack Stars to be kind of the, the gatekeeper and the, the workhorse there. That he wants to fight him. Uh, Stars accepts the challenge, but says that we fought before, and this time the result won't be the same. That should be a fun match. Yeah, but who the fuck's he kidding? Ilya's going to kill him. He is. He is. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to fucking murder them. <laughs> I feel like with because they had him and um, Levi Muir of the week mm. go over on Saxon Huxley. Saxon. And they've been giving them like a little bit more TV time, like even if it's not necessarily in the ring, like it's kind of these these backstage segments where they're talking this, that, and the other. Um, and yes, Dragonoff is likely to win that, I'd imagine. But Stars is going to come out and that yeah. looking good as well. I, I say he, that, yeah, Stars that last few weeks. Yeah, Stars looks better and better from all these matches he has from yeah. going from like that initial squash match by Volta. Yeah, and he still does. He still does like the squash matches, like like he got murdered by Rampage, didn't he? Yeah. But then obviously he's, it does it did feel like him and Levi would say in the corner when they beat uh, beat uh, Saxon. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be against seeing them like challenge for the tag title. No, no, not so well, that's what I was, part of me was hoping mm. is that we'll see them kind of team up and, and so they get put if, in that title picture at some point. Yeah, it feels like it feels like the groom and Levi for bigger things. Um obviously looks like a fucking like prototypical wrestler, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he's a um, beast of a guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll have, have to see what happens. I, I think it'll be a good matter. Yeah. Um, after this, we then get Ginny coming out to the ring um, to talk about her upcoming match with Kaylee Ray, now that she is number one contender. Uh, she's accompanied by Joseph Connors in a very nice burgundy suit. Um, yes, he looked great. Looked good, didn't he? Um, she just chatted a bit, really. I didn't take into much of what she said. The gist of she, it was she's number one contender. She's yeah, she she was basically talking about like um the fact that Connors has joined, and she's like, obviously people want to know why, and she says, uh, she says I'm 
I'm uh, very wealthy and with wealth comes power and with power co- uh, comes connections. That's all you need to know, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> now back to me. So, <laughs> yeah, ba- basically it, sound, it sounds like she's got him as like a henchman, but she's going to, in somewhere down the line, like maybe get him a title shot or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or use that to, again, it seems like she's building a faction. Um, yeah. She guarantees she's going to be Kaylee Ray as well. Uh, and then Kaylee Ray comes out and just yells at her. <laughs> Yeah, she she did say something that made me crack up. She was just like, "Come here and like come closer and say that to me." And she's like, "There won't be enough money in the world to fix your face once I'm done with it." Yeah, <laughs> um, that was good. Yeah, and then Ginny says, "Kaylee Ray is in championship material and to enjoy her last week as champion," which I thought was a great. Yeah, line. yeah. yeah. Uh, G- to be fair, Ginny's character work in this was fantastic. Like very good, very good. She did a there was a, there was this thing she kept doing where. Whenever Kaylee Ray looked at her, she'd smile at her, and the second Kaylee Ray turned away, she'd scowl. It was yeah, fucking awful. super. Like, oh, so good. Like, yeah, she she is great. She it feels like they're just kind of like scratching the surface of what she's what like people who are familiar with her know she's capable of. So I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing like the reign of Ginny starting next week. Yeah, yeah. As much as it'll piss Aaron off. <laughs> <laughs> After this, we get a really, really good video package from the Hunt. Speaking of good character work, oh, fuck me. This was oh, amazing. This was fucking outstanding. So good. Um, Every time he's on he's on NXT UK, it's my favourite thing on the show. Yeah. Yeah, It's yeah. so... It's like, as well, I say favourite thing on the show. It's not my favourite thing this week, but... One of them. As far as, like, character work and promos go, Eddie Dennis is the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Really good. Um... This obviously um, is the part of the build-up for them being in the fatal, not fatal four-way, the four-way elimination uh, tag match uh, next week, uh, and saying that the four-way is uh, the four-way match is is chaos, but the hunt thriving chaos. Um, yeah, and yeah, it was just fucking awesome. Uh, if you haven't seen, like, go and watch it. If, just, if anyone sort of skipped through this thinking it was going to be a, a boring or whatever, go and watch it. It's excellent. He's just so sinister, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, the, the, this time it was like a different setting. Normally it's just like the completely blacked out room, isn't it? And then yeah. it's like almost like the, like the silhouettes. Um, and it's like dead, dead dimly there, just light on his face sort of thing. Uh, this one, it was like a bit more lit, well lit. It had like a chain link fence and like mist rising up. Mist rising and the lights in the background. And yeah, man. And primate and ball were just like rattling the fence as Eddie was talking. Oh, so good. <laughs> so, so good. Lovely stuff. He's brilliant. Um, and then after this, we get the main Ooh, event boy. of the evening. Oh, <laughs> boy. Speaking of brilliant, um, I'll take over this because I've wrote a thesis on it. <laughs> so straight straight off the bat, like from the bell ringing, um, a kid's like trying to evade uh, Volta. So he's like ducking and diving, he's slipping around the ring, and you can see Volta's getting more and more annoyed. Um, yeah. And he, he like they both try and ground each other with su- submissions and like just trade holds. Uh, a kid like a lot of his stuff was strength based, which was weird because like mental, wasn't it? Like the guy's like, yeah. twice the size of it, like. Every time Volta went for like a like a sleeper or something like that, he'd reverse it by using his momentum against it. It was insane. Yeah. It was so um, good. Like just showed that Aiken had absolutely done his homework on this and scouted everything. Because yeah. Walter was just getting more and more infuriated as it went on. 
yeah, this this really was like a star making performance for Aiken as well. Like, yeah, as much as as much as I've like gushed about the uh, match he had with Trent in uh, the Heritage Cup, and then because this wasn't like a round match, it was just like a straight up match. Yeah, yeah, this was where it really shown. Okay, yeah, he can hang with fucking anybody if yeah. they put him, put him with. Um, they made so, a point of that on commentary actually, which I thought was they pretty. Did. Cool. They said. Um, like Aiken isn't used to this style of match. Like the last couple of months, all he's wrestled is rounds matches and he's used to having a break and he won't get that in this, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. Um, so he, he ducks a chop and then just boots Valter in the leg and Valter's like furious. He's like I trying to kill him. Absolutely howled when that happened. <laughs> yeah. like, Walter looks absolutely fucking raging. Like he's disgusted that he dare you, try and hit him. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just thinking like, as soon as, as soon as he got that first kick on Volta, I was like, oh boy, he's getting some receipts in this match. <laughs> Good luck, lad. <laughs> Volta's keeping all his rece- receipts to fucking take them back to the manager. Um, yeah, so he kicks Karen. <laughs> Um And then he dodges another strike and just chops the piss out of Volta as well. Yeah. And Vol- you can see Volta's just like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Um, he... <laughs> He goes for more kicks and then he starts working over Volta's leg. He, he tries to get like a leg bar on him. Um, that then Volta tries to like lift him over the rope and he kind of like locks his arm in like a. It looked weird because it didn't look like an actual arm bar. It looked like because he, he was like sat up and like in a weird angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he locks him in that and you, they they made a really really good job on commentary of kind of putting over the fact that Volta was on the back foot like for the match. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they made like a huge deal out of that. And I yeah. thought that was really cool. But and it again, it it's like a little thing, but it made that you could feel like like feel like he absolutely belonged in that in that like title picture. Yeah. And I yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised as much as we talk about like, oh yeah, Ilya's gonna be the guy to take the belt off Volta. I still think that. But if if A could I'd have done it in this match, I wouldn't have uh, by the no. end of the match, I was like, I wouldn't have been surprised. I would have been upset by that. Exactly the same thing to myself. Exactly the same. Um, yeah, so he he goes for more like really, really, really stiff kicks on Volta's legs, uh, and like Vol, like it, it was wasn't like just his leg; it was like his kneecap as well. Mm. And he, again, they were going on about that, and Volta was like holding his leg. He kept he was selling it amazingly. Because yeah. um, he even said um, he was just like, "Oh, most guys wear knee pads." He's like, "You'll notice Volta isn't wearing them. That's going to play yeah. into the advantage of Aiken if he keeps hitting the leg and going for the knee." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then Aker goes for a single leg. Uh, Crab and Volta has to go has to make the ropes. Um, there's a bit where Aker's like firing up on Volta, and he, he hits like a, um, he hits like a running big boot, and Volta just no sells it. <laughs> <laughs> like, him going, come on, come on! And he That's hits it. a shotgun drop drop kick, and it like staggers him. And then Aker yeah. goes for like the final like that single leg drop kick he does, which like literally is like his strike finisher. Yeah, and Volta just chops him out of the air, and then that was like kind of where Volta got his advantage back. <laughs> the beginning um, of the end. <laughs> that that first chop was disgusting as well. It was literally just like he just crumbled to the mat, and you, you see you see his face and just go oh, fuck this. <laughs> um, Volta then proceeds to chop the living shit out of Aker to get like more, uh, get him in a Boston Crab and transitions that into an SDF, um, which. For Volta, I thought he was doing a cross face because he's that big. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize yeah. he had the leg locked up. I thought he had his arm. Um, Aker eventually gets out of it and gets more kicks on 
uh, Volta, and that that was kind of the story of the match. Like everything, every time Volta knocked him down, he'd come back kicking more hot, like harder. Yeah, um, which was just great. Um, Volta then gets annoyed by this, puts Aked on the top rope, and chops him across his throat. Mate, that <laughs> was like the noise he made before he hit him. He was just like. <gasps> just went yeah, Bash! and Aikid's landing as well. He like landed oh. like almost on his head on the apron. It was fucking horrible. Aikid um, <laughs> was trying to like kill himself in this match. Yeah, brilliant. Watching um, shotsy black art matches. <laughs> yeah. uh, Volta puts Aikid on as Aikid on the apron. He goes for like his club and blow, and Aikid catches his arm, turns it into like a triangle across the rope. Um, he then dra- dragon screws Walter's knee over the rope and goes straight back to the leg. Hmm. Um, he, got, he tries to lock in the uh, Uma platter on Volta and uh, Volta rope breaks before he can. Uh, and then Aikid just kicks the back of not uh, Volta's leg, which knocked me sick, like neck, which yeah. knocked me sick. <laughs> it, it, it literally like worked up his back and then the last one just like right to the back of his neck. Mm. Like, oh, filth. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Volta just again answers with a chop. And just start booting the shit out of Aikid. Um, he goes for the sleeper suplex. Aikid reverses that and like uh, manages to hit that single leg uh, drop kick in the corner. Yeah, Vol- yeah. Volta staggers back in the corner. Aikid goes to the opposite corner. He goes to run to hit something in the corner on Volta, and Volta meets him with probably the nastiest shotgun drop kick I'll ever see. Yeah, hundred percent. Aikid landed like on his head. <laughs> oh mate. The- a guy of Walter's size shouldn't be able to get that much elevation and that much power off like a shotgun drop kick. Yeah, the, just... the actual thrust he gets from it, like you don't need to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> you just take it and go, just okay. And deal with it. <laughs> He's caving in your chest cavity. Um, <laughs> and then Walter hit, like, followed that up, just, you know, just 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 to make sure he'd done the job, he hit a nasty, nasty powerbomb. Oh, he was high up on it that, wasn't he? stiff as fuck, that powerbomb. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Only gets a two count on it, though. Aker kicks out. Um, Walter chops the shit out of Aker again, and then Aker starts punching, the, like, fighting back. He starts punching Walter. Um, I, it was literally, like, I, I wrote in my notes here, it reminded me of Murder Abushi. In a, in <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. When Kota Ibushi started no selling shit and punching people for real, he literally <laughs> twatted Walter on his jaw. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> if it was a smaller man, he probably would have broke his jaw. Um, and then he he reverses a chop into an uh, Uma platter, and then Walter uh, tries to break out of that, so he reverses that into a triangle choke. And, and Volta basically rolls out of the ring, still in the triangle choke, and power bombs Aikid onto the apron, which again. Oh, it looked unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Um, Volta goes back in the ring, and Aikid kind of comes in. Volta's looking like it's like academic at this point. Aikid mm-hmm. fires up on him with one last kind of flurry of strikes. Um, he hits like a load of body shots. He kicks him like, repeatedly. He go, hits the ropes as if he's going to go for that big, like, sort of like jumping like a single leg drop kick again and Volta meets him with one of the nastiest clotheslines you'll ever see yeah um, nasty he picks, he, he, yeah uh, he then chops the back of Aikid's neck picks him up and it's the second Northern Lariat for the win um, the second was, one was worse than the first in my opinion yeah. the, like oh, the landing that Aikid landed on top of his head oh. <laughs> it was disgusting uh, this match was fantastic though yeah, uh, 
it was it as I, as I said from the start, A Kid feels like he belongs in that main event picture in NXT yeah, yeah. UK. Star making match. Yeah, like I think the biggest gripe I had with NXT UK before the kind of reset they did was before before Volta took the belt of Pete Dunne, there was nobody who was like competition no. for Pete Dunne. No. And there was no one there was no one they really built up. Like they had the opportunity to with Zach Gibson when he won that tournament, but then mm. he, they had him lose the match. It was like, well, that was a ready-made star there that you yeah. could have done something with. And for whatever reason he didn't, mm. turns out he's doing he's doing some of his best work in Grizzled Young Veterans at the moment, and Pete Dunn's yeah. doing some of his best work in XT. So yeah. I'll 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 squash that great. But <laughs> then with Volta, it, it was the same thing. Like they, they did the whole thing, same thing with Pete Dunn, where they had Joe Coffee challenge him first. Obviously, yeah. they had Tyler Bate they could like wheel out to do a match with. And after that, it was like, well, where do they go from here? Where there's no one. And yeah. obviously, if you had the, the history with Volta and from Germany, um, yeah. and you've got Trent Seven, who's got like a big history with Volta and their progress, mm-hmm. also got Rampage as well. But yeah. I think now they've like they're really starting to build people to fit in that role. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like we've we've spoke about Ilya and at length, uh, Trent Seven, but feels like he he could just walk into that picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you look guys like Rampage, Dave Mastiff. Yeah, could quite Saxon Huxley, Saxon Huxley. Yeah, yeah, had an absolute even stormer of a match against Walter on the, the first episode back. He did, yeah. yeah. I forgot all about that. Um, even like a rematch with Tyler Bate, but. Yeah, and he even some he, even to go like fair like I say further down the card, but like just just to like kind of list off another name, Ben Carter, somebody they could. Oh yeah, hundred percent. If they keep presenting them the way they have after that first match, then yeah, quite easily put him in. No like, reason they can just drop him the straight title picture. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing, and the the other they they've done a really good job of building that main event scene and having pe- making people matter. And even though Volt is like the final boss, he's he's going to hold that belt for a long time to come. Um, he's coming up to Pete Dunne's record, actually, isn't he's he? He's not far off it. Yeah. He said he's only like 50 days off it, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to, to add to the point, it's even though Volt is winning the matches, everybody f- comes out of the match feeling like they could have won it. Yeah. And they belong in the title picture. And yeah. if, if they got a rematch, you wouldn't be upset seeing that. Yeah, 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 which, yeah definitely. Is an insane thing to say in in that like for that brand because obviously as I say they, they neglected it for such a long time, mm-hmm. but also when you look at like Raw at the moment and they've they've literally running like clutching at straws for ideas of people to challenge through. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's good. It is good to see. I think NXT UK is going to have a really good year this year. Yeah, and this was mm-hmm. kind of like the perfect match to sort of shotgun it off. To, yeah. Send them off to the races, so to speak. Yeah, man. Um, it was it was it was incredible, and I think it's, they're going to take a lot of. Um, it's going to take a lot of wear. Probably Voltaverse Ilya too. Mm-hmm. Um, to to, <laughs> to top this match for the match of the year. Yeah. Um, so that being said, should we go to a highlights and well, I think I think both know what the highlights is. <laughs> Not really much yeah. arguments, is there? Um, Definitely, I think. Agreed highlight is uh, Walter versus Aiken. Super. Yeah. Super. I, I don't think I had a low, actually. No, I didn't either, you know. 
Um, I, don't, I thought it was a brilliant show, like from beginning to end. Usually I get irritated when Sam Gradwell's on screen, but I thought his match against Tyler Bate was really good. He had a really yeah. good show. His, his promo before the match was a bit naff, but... Yeah, that's okay. That's my low point. It's yeah. Before if, if, if we've got to split hairs. Um, <laughs> but you, even like, even the stuff with like, um, pretty deadly, obviously we, we say we don't really, not really fans of them, but even their stuff, like it didn't overstay its welcome. It did exactly what it needed to. Yeah. It served its purpose and they, and yeah. Um, yeah, as, as a whole, the show was fucking awesome this week. I thought yeah, it was man. really good. Yeah. Super awesome. That sums up our review of NXT UK for this week, then. Thanks for checking us out, guys. As always, we really appreciate it. Uh, before we go, Jay, do you want to let them know where they can get us on all of our social media channels? Yes, we're on Facebook and YouTube under Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Just search that, you'll find us. And on Twitch and Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. Um, we usually do, like, on, on Twitch, we usually do, like, a game and night on a Saturday night. Um and we're going to be doing more like watch-alongs, like retro watch-alongs, um, which we'll be doing Survivor Series 2002, I believe, this weekend. Yes, um, on Sunday. I'm recording. Yeah. yeah Sunday. And um, we'll be doing a live stream of t- sorry, Impact Wrestling, Hard to Kill. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going to be going on on the Twitch and YouTube this year. We're going to try and use that more than we do already. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Definitely. And what about beard there, uh, stuff, Troy? Beard Gubbins, head over to thatchface.com um, if you need beard brushes, beard combs, oils, barns, etc., gift packs, whether it's for yourself or friends or family, get over there, use the discount code TROYXL85 and you'll get 20% off your purchase. Thanks again, guys. All the best and we will catch you soon. Bye. Bye.